guys, welcome back to the Focus Richmond and Central Virginia Devotional Podcast. I'm Hadley Miller, and I'm on staff here at Richmond. You may know this already, but for those of you who don't, our series right now is called The Struggle is Real. And each week we're talking about a different struggle in our small groups and on the podcast. So today I'm talking with you about the struggle with performance. I'll be honest with you, I've, I've been a little bit more anxious about this one because it's something that I struggle with very deeply and have for a long time. This whole series brings up personal struggles, as y'all know, but this one really seems to just cut to the core for me. That's why I signed up for it. As, as much as it can be painful and hard, I think that the struggle with performance is so pervasive in our hearts and in our culture. So because of that, I think it's really important to honestly look at it. So I hope that you will do that with me today. And if you ever want to talk more about it, I would love to reach out to me and we can go for a distanced walk or something. All right, let's dive in together. We're going to the very beginning of the Bible, the very first page of the very first book. The Bible begins with a story of God creating the world in Genesis 1. The very first line of the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And as the chapter continues, we get to follow along all the details. We see that God created light and darkness, the land and the seas, plants and vegetation, the stars, the skies, all animals, ocean and land. And after God created each detail, the scripture says, And God saw it was good. And God saw it was good. And then for the grandest of all finales, God created people, humans, in his very own image. Verse 27 of Genesis 1 reads, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. The chapter goes on to end with this verse. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So we see here that God spent six days, six days doing very good work. And he did a lot, right? He, he created all the natural world from the skies to the oceans to plants to people. This was definitely a packed week. God got to work and created fully good and fully complete life. And we also learn here that we were created, we human beings were created in the image of God. That means that there is a part of all of us that reflects God, God's love, God's character. One part of God's image that we can find in ourselves, I think if we look, is the desire to do good work. When we look inside ourselves, we find our hopes to make a difference, to create beautiful things, to leave an impact, to do good work. But sadly, as the story continues, if you turn a few chapters in Genesis, we learn about sin. Sin is the way that we turn away from God as humans. It's the brokenness we find in and around us. I believe sin is the root as to why the struggle is real for us. It's heartbreaking because sin has creeped into every crack and crevice, every part of our lives, even our desire to do good work. Maybe you've noticed this. I find myself comparing my job, my marriage, my clothes, my money, how many hours I work, in high school, my grades, in college, my resume against everyone else. I find myself competing to be the best, 
working to be successful as if my literal life depends on it. If you relate to that, you know it's absolutely exhausting. The fear of not doing enough haunts you in your free time and when you're trying to fall asleep at night. You can't turn your mind off. This constant to-do list is cycling through your thoughts. You walk away with time with friends, forgetting the conversation you even had because you couldn't be present. You might even find yourself where I ended up mid-college. I filled up every ounce of my schedule down to 15-minute intervals so I would not have to face feeling or looking inadequate if I had free time. The struggle with performance is utterly exhausting. The fight to succeed, to perform, to compete just never ends. Yet, deep inside of us, the image of God still rests. Deep inside of us, our desire to do good work is still partially there. You might realize that there are seven days in a week, but we stopped reading in Genesis after God created humans on the sixth day. I want to read y'all what God did on the seventh day, starting in Genesis 2, chapter, chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished all the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Doesn't that just sound wonderful? A day, a time where you finish your work and you completely rest, not just your body, but in your mind, in your spirit too, in every way. Here's something I've learned and relearned a million times. When our identity and our worthiness rest on our performance, we will never rest. When our identity and worthiness rest on our performance, we will never rest. But when our identity and worthiness rests on God's love for us, we too can join God here on this seventh day in rest. Flip over hundreds of pages from Genesis to the New Testament and we meet Jesus. Jesus came so that we could have life and rest to the full through his own life, death on the cross and resurrection. Jesus invites us into God's kingdom where we are offered grace in our failures, love in our weaknesses, and true rest in our identity. Jesus came to set our identity straight we are people that belong to God and not to what our performance says about us. Jesus came to invite us into his way, a way of purpose, joy, and rest. This is a spiritual rest. Our identities are not dependent on our performance, but are secure through Jesus and his love. This is also a physical rest. We are literally invited to rest with God. Our physical rest will rejuvenate us, but it will also be a reminder to us that on a day with no striving or work or performance, our identity remains secure. I want to offer one practical suggestion that I'm trying my best to practice recently. 
I'd love for you to join me in sectioning off a day of the week or even just a part of the day to start, to put your phone in another room, put away your laptop, to take a nap, read, go for a walk, pray, eat good food, watch a funny movie, anything you enjoy that is not about productivity or performance. In the moments when your brain starts to spin with your to-do list, say a prayer that God would help you rest physically and that God would also help you rest your identity in his love. Guys, if you do this, let me know. I'd love to hear how it goes. Thanks, guys. We love you all, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.